Senior Hurling League, Dixborough versus James Stevens, with thanks to Ormond's Tax Advisors, helping you meet the tax return deadline on October 31st. See ormondstax.ie. Yes, thanks very much, Shane. You're very welcome back to UPMC Nolan Park. Thankfully, the rain is a little bit lighter, but it's going to be a slippery afternoon, a wet afternoon. The village are warming up on the town end, and we have a rendezvous time to perfection as you join our coverage here from UPMC Nolan Park. Oh, Seamus Reid, the stadium announcer, match referee Peter Burke. Yeah, there we are. As I said, match referee is Peter Burke. There's three late changes on the Borough team. There's two late changes on the James Stevens team and also changed to the substitutes. Ethan Butler will wear the number 20 shirt uh, for James Stevens in place of Matthew McWay. But Dixborough do line out with Dara Houlihan in goal. Nile Rowe, Evan Cody and Alan Phelan in the full back line. Ollie Walsh is at right half back. Killian Buckley does not start, either does Podrick Mylan and they're two of the non-starters Tomas Kenny and Owen Fenley are in the middle of the park Lee Moore also not starting Bill Sheen captains the side Aidan Nolan is at number 12 Harry Shine Mark Nolan Andy Gaffley in the full forward line and the three players coming uh, coming in are Evan Carroll 17 number 21 Connor Fitzpatrick and number 23 Chris Kavanagh and the two changes for James Stevens. in comes Luke Murphy and Ross Whelan wearing number 17 and 18 and out go Connor Brown and Niall Brazel as the ball comes downfield it is James Stevens playing from left to right defending the city end and playing into the Lachlan's end as Dixborough come forward a little bit of a clash in the middle wasn't much in it but the Borough go on the attack Connor Fitzpatrick lovely run from Fitzpatrick he's gone all the way to the 45 up to the 20 metre line flicks it in field got it to Bill Sheen the captain controlled his goal chance here and they're one goal to up to the good already it's a tremendous start for Dixborough and Ronnie there's less than 40 seconds on the clock when that struck the back of the net but I have to give credit to Bill Sheen he went on a good run there and it was a fine finish in the end yeah it should have been cleared though by the uh, James Stevens full back line they had a chance, an opportunity to clear it didn't get to clear it Bill Sheen uh, fortunately got the ball and took it uh, an excellent goal chance and that's a great start but the Borough already just full of life made a few changes have a, their markup or their matchups now very interesting Harry Shine being followed by Shane Donoghue but the Borough looking lively at this early stage even though it's only one minute gone well we give you the Borough team Gavin Costigan is in goal for James Stevens. David Hennessy Dermot Cody the captain Shane Dunhu in the full back line he's wearing number 4 Niall Delaney is at right half back Niall Mullins left half back there's another goal chance here for the Borough they're off to a blistering start here here's the second shot it's a good block comes across the face of the goal and it's two goals to no score this is an unbelievable start boy now, I think there's again, going to be a free here is there no there was, I thought Gaffney was Andy in Gaffney the square scored it, yeah. but 
the, I don't think the, I don't think the umpires were changing from what I can see but again a great touch by Bill Sheen he didn't play last weekend he's a small man in stature but he's playing centre forward and he's already after creating two goal chances and um, he's given a free out oh they did overchange out. it now yeah. they'll be disappointed with that because Harry Shine uh, should have taken the chance maybe he was brilliantly blocked by Dermot Cody to be fair brilliantly blocked by Cody but again as we said Borra are certainly buzzing if that's the word we use now well buzzing is the word Ronnie has just used it give it rest of the village team Niall Delaney said is at 5 now Connor Brown doesn't start Niall Mullins is in uh, wearing 7 there uh, he started he was on the official panel to wear 7 of course Connor Brown doesn't start uh, 17 Luke Murphy is in Ross Whelan is in at 18 Luke is in for Niall Brazzle at centre forward but Luke Scanlon is in the middle of the park with Keane Kenny Andy Parsons Willie Spencer make up the half forward line and the full forward line Tygo Dwyer Matthew Root and Owen Gill Foyle so there the late change 17 Luke Murphy and 18 Ross Whelan in for the village and 17 Evan Carroll uh, 21 Conor Fitzpatrick and 23 Chris Kavanagh all in for Dixborough so it is the Senior Hurling League Group B it is round 5 it's been a busy few weeks with a few very busy weeks to come no Senior Hurling next weekend of course it will be all intermediate this game is brought to you with thanks to Ormond Tax Advisors helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st see ormondtax.ie there's a huddle or scrum for possession in the middle of the park referee Peter Brooks says I think he's going to throw it in Ronnie a little bit scrappy at the moment but the Borough off the good start one goal to the good and unlucky to not lead him with two goals yeah, the, board, haven't, the village haven't got their hand on the ball they need to settle into the game here's Ty Dwyer he was suspended for the last game he's been out in front uh, unusually Peter Burke blows a free um, not <laughs> doesn't give that. too many doesn't give too many in fairness great referee allows the game flow um, but that's the first uh, attack that um, James Stevens have had but again look this is a city derby there'll be nothing between them nine times out of ten but the Borough certainly didn't come here just to make up the numbers and they've made a few changes uh, Brendan which I think are important because Conor Fitzpatrick that's his first time I think this year playing he's gone to middle of the field and he's you know wants to get on the team this year the Borough as we said at the very beginning the Borough's I suppose issue at the minute is they have at least 25 players as good as each other and I think that's the big thing they have a great panel and trying to pick the perfect combination is the big thing for the Borough and they're, they're proving it here with five changes already Owen Gilfoyle has put that free over the bar and the ball's come outfield from Dara Houlihan but there's going to be someone spoken to here there's been a bit of a challenge here that's uh the village have taken exception to someone has been caught here there's a bit of pushing and jostling here but the referee is keeping a close eye on all of that and I think there's Conor River out in front of me the linesman yeah. as well he's but making his win but the village man actually did get a bit of a touch there yeah well David Hennessy's gone down and he doesn't go down too easily and I think luckily uh, uh, for uh, Bill Sheen that yeah. Peter Burker's reffing because another referee might have seen that as a different but that's after making a small bit of uh, excitement now here in this game because as I said there's Keane Kenny going into the book he followed in he's unfortunate now to be getting booked he went in yeah. to maybe remonstrate with um, with the, the decision but um, David Hennessy got a nasty uh, belt to the head uh, David is getting a bit of attention on the field here backroom team of course with uh, James Stevens, Seamus Dwyer management Joe Murray Peter Barry Brian Cody John Sugru and physio Dara O'Mara and uh, Michael Walsh of course our friend and comrade Mikey is looking after Dixborough for 2022 John Tracy Killian Starr Jerry Fitzpatrick strength and conditioning it's going to be a free out to James Stevens own kill fight he must fancy this running there's little or no breeze at stamp he's going to go from this from his own 40 yeah, Hen- Hennessy is still getting a bit of treatment yeah he's, he's too far I was thinking his team yeah, came, he he came t- back t- too t- far t- I just noticed on the, the, the Borough backroom team Don O'Rourke is not mentioned I'm not sure he's on the far side he's gone to Cork senior hurling team he was with Michael Mikey all year 
So I don't, don't see him mentioned. I'm wondering, is he still with Dixborough? So that'll be an interesting um, one to find out. Is Donald Rook still with him? I'm checking and guessing he is. But, uh, uh, still a bit of concern for David Hennessy, but he's OK now. The physio and the medic are gone. Back to the sideline. The village, lovely strike at the Shane ball Donahue. there. Shane Donahue is a lovely strike at Darahul and oh, reads that well. Plays the short ball to the right corner back position. And it's out to his midfielder, Owen Fenley of the Borough. But of course, wearing their traditional maroon and white. The village in their famous green and red. James Stevens as the Borough send this one in around the house. It's one against one in here. Trying to control it and take it down. Was the corner forward, Harry Shine. Great to see him back after that injury, which put him out on the under-20 level. And uh, now it is the village to move it from their own back line. To Gilfoyle, Owen, through the middle of the park, on the 65, sells a dummy, carries it on the stick, went by one, didn't go by Tomas Kenny. Thomas Kenny read that well, knocked it off his stick. Borough are goal side, but the village have it. No, they haven't looked like they had it back up in their hand, but the wet conditions won't help there, Ronnie. Yeah, it's soft, but at least the rain has stopped. We have no rain, which is very helpful. Uh, in this case, Tom Kenny doing very well, hurled very well last weekend as well. Borough again, looking looking the better team but James Stevens, as they did last week Brendan they were they looked the second best team here last week but they hung in there against O'Loughlin's and only narrowly got beaten this guy is hurling very well Bill Sheen uh, he certainly he got is a belt a yeah. team. he got a bit of a belt as he ran onto that ball he's captain of the borough at the scoreline if you just joined us with seven minutes played here at UPMC Nolan Park one goal to Dixborough one point to James Stevens. the borough did get a second one Andy Gaffney but he was deemed to have been in the square the village got the free out they've uh, succeeded with a free from Owen Gilfoyle so here here is a chance now for the Borough to extend their lead. Their number 15 is Andy Gaffney. Andy moves the ball in where he's told to move it in by the referee. He's a little bit left of centre to goal on the town end from underneath the old stand side, just at the end of the old stand on the city end. And here he goes to try and make it 1-1 for the Borough to one point to James Stevens. He sends it in. No mistake, Andy Gaffney. That's gone over the bar. So it is 1-1 to Dixborough in the Senior Hurling League Group B. It is round five. Busy day ahead tomorrow as well, Ronnie. Plenty yeah, of games on. Plenty of games on and important games, and particularly in Group B. Everyone but is still in it, aren't they? Yeah, everyone has a big say in tomorrow's group. This group, Group A, uh, there's more, more or less sorted. There's no big changes going to happen regardless. Uh, of matches but the group the other group has every match is important in the other group as in where they end up here's Mark Nolan the man's on his own on the far side yeah, he got it across as well oh. just didn't hop up here's the shot there it is going to take a deflection and oh. it's out for a 65 it could have went anywhere but somebody got a hurl on it and they deserve a little bit of credit the village defended it well and you do take your look when you get it they got a little bit there Ronnie and it was one of the full back line got the touch it was actually the full back it was Dermot Cody the captain yeah. and he got a stick to it somehow he's deflected it out for 65 and he's lucky he did because it could have been a second goal yeah. however it's 1-1 to Dixborough it's one point to James Stevens. we're into the ninth minute of the opening half yeah it looks at this stage already that the Borough have had three goal chances taken one and missed two so this game uh, as I said it could have been out of sight already every time they go down you know and it's exciting to see Harry Shine back you know he's going to get a lot of attention he's I suppose one of the players that we're all talking about as a forward coming for Kilkenny but at this stage again Borough looking lively and as I said making those changes everyone wants to be on the Borough team this year four changes from the last day and still have a strong team there's the three from or the 65 from Gaffney sends it in sends it over the bar they're not only talking about the current forwards only Harry Shine just people still talking about Adrian Ronan yeah I was watching you on reeling in the years the other night <laughs> 1-2 to the borough 1 point to James Stevens. 10 minutes played damp squally conditions Conor River says that's out over the line the linesman puts it uh, up the white flag and I'm not quite sure which way it's going 
I think it could be a borough ball. It is, Ronnie. Yeah, it was. He had the flag going the other way at the borough. The village uh, mentor's not entirely happy, but it was a line ball for sure. Village trying to play with Gilfoyle out, Scanlon and, and Tyg the Wire, and Ross Whedon played so well last week. So again, they need to get ball in, but they ain't getting ball in. They haven't bypassed the sweeper, and that's the difference. Tom Kenny's playing as a sweeper here, wearing eight. Well, here to come now, short defending from James Stevens, moving it out. William Spencer gets a touch on it, plays it in the left half back position, and a long ball downfield, looking for Tyg the Wire to try to bring him into the game. Just lost his footing, but he did very well to get that ball. Sells a bit of a dummy onto his left, flicks it back down the wing towards the man wearing 18 Ross Whelan he went from it from a difficult angle and that is gone to the left and wide and wides have been scarce in this game I make it that's the village's first yeah dead right first wide uh, at this stage and, and the borough with no wide Dara Hoolan very accomplished goalie fine big man yeah, isn't he uh, excellent goalie great puck out to Sheen here yeah, he goes this man is, he's busy this fella Billy Sheen running forward outside the D flicks it across towards Mark Nolan Nolan yeah. sends it in they're moving well the borough Nolan gets the point and the scoreboard goes to one goal and three points for Dixborough. One point to James Stevens. While James Stevens, you could say they're defending well when they carry the ball up, but it's just breaking down Ronnie between midfield and the forward line. Yeah. And, and in fairness, Dwyer done well that time, but they didn't get the finish. The difference here is Bill Sheen. Bill Sheen is dictating the game. Again, great puck out, great find King Kenny, but Bill Sheen looks very busy. And again, there's a little bite in an undercurrent going on, Brendan, and I just wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, uh, Peter Burke has a, a huge involvement here there's a little undercurrent which is unusual for a match that's kind of a dead rubber but is there ever such a dead rubber there's no such thing as a dead, dead rubber, rubber with yeah. City rivals yeah. Ronnie here they go downfield again Dixborough leading 1-3 to 1 point centre the ball that's a poor distribution though he'll be disappointed Andy Gaffney Michael Walsh will remind him about that at half time as well terrible ball Village tidied up send it back downfield now can James Stevens get a score here they're working their way forward but again the Borough they defend this time back it falls to Tygo Dwyer and he goes from a difficult angle if he scores that it's an absolute cracker but it drifts over to the left hand side and in a matter of two minutes James Stevens strike their second wide it's still one goal and three points to Dixborough the goal coming through Bill Sheen in the early exchanges here and uh, Mark Nolan with a point from play two from Andy Gaffney as the village come looking for their second score 1-3 to a point the Borough lead the clock says 12 minutes Village come forward, bit of heavy hitting going on in yeah. there. They got away with that one. Now, has the wire got this? Now, no. Ronnie, if the referee had spotted that, that to me might have been an advantage and a free into James Stevens. They'll feel a little hard done by there. They will, but I'd say Alan feeling will feel hard done by the Borough Connor back playing left half back, doing very well. Uh, he, I thought, was fouled there again, referee. But as we know, Peter Burke lets the game flow, so I don't think many players will have any quims with Peter Burke if you want to play a game and let a game flow well he's, he's Peter's your man he's Peter's your man Niall Delaney for the village sends it downfield there's a good old jostle here the man wearing 17 Evan Carroll is holding his own for the borough and he wins a free out this time yeah, there's a little undercurrent Brendan yeah. off the ball Bit of niggle. A, there's a niggle there which is probably with uh, town and city rivals but um Hey, it's exciting at this stage, Brendan, because I thought the game would be a little peter, uh, peter out a little bit. Both, both teams are not lying down, that's for sure. Borough trying to play with a, as a two-man full forward line as a dark cloud go, descends over McDonough Station. Well, with the help of God, the rain will hold off. We'd have a lot of it across Carlock and Kenny in the last 12 hours, maybe 13 hours, and uh, they're giving an orange weather for warning for tonight and tomorrow. But uh, let's see what happens. Plenty of hurling here as the village bring the ball out of the fence. They will be disappointed inside 14 minutes. They've only 
Donny scored one point Dixborough have scored one three can the village get one here infield it comes falls to Owen Gilfoyle off his left oh he hits the post of no look either down it falls to Niall Rowe the referee is <laughs> given an advantage this time we're coming back for the free Ronnie he's given the advantage because Owen Gilfoyle turned around to Peter Bork about a half an hour after <laughs> and said to him surely I should have got a free he didn't have his hand up and I say Peter forgot uh, that maybe but it was a bit late I thought he missed his chance he got his advantage hit the post so Owen Gilfoyle was lucky but he did get a hefty challenge but um, certainly I think to go back to what I just said like we've just we're just midway through the first half and James Stevens only a point on the board that's not James that's not the James Stevens we know but in fairness to the Borough they have started the better team here and probably unlucky not to be ahead by more and the village know that as well they do know that and I see Don O'Rourke he's shouting instructions here he's in the middle of the field but yeah, the, board, the village, to be fair, have had chances, Brendan. They've, they've hit three wides and hit the post, so they're certainly creating chances. You know, it's four scores in all terms. It's four scores to one, uh, one three to a point to the board with that goal. But um, certainly... Oh, is that John Tracy? That's not Don O'Rourke, sorry. I'm just curious about where's Don O'Rourke's involvement. Um, that is John Tracy, actually, yeah. Here's the free for Gil Foyle. Fell off it a little bit. Has he got it? Yeah, he fell off that completely, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, and again, that's he fell off. That's four wides for James Stevens. Very unusual. It was going wide from the time he struck it. He yeah. lost. He lost his balance hitting that ball. He did, but he's usually so deadly accurate, and that'll be a little bit disappointing. But look, again, here come Dixborough centre fielder Owen Fenley wearing number nine. The runner came off his left shoulder. Was Alan Phelan? Alan fancies his chances. Yeah. As the grey clouds gather over UPMC in Allen Park, but the corner back for Dixborough, Alan Phelan says, "Garav Mila Mahagut." It's gone over the bar. One four to Dixborough. One point to James Stevens, and we're into the 16th minute of the opening half. Liverpool and Everton finished level earlier on. Crystal Palace have just kicked off a few moments ago. We'll keep you updated here on KCLR 96 FM as Thomas Kenny, Thomas is known in the borough playing in the middle of the park knocking it back to his full back his full back is Evan Cody downfield to the left corner forward position a nice bit of stick work from Luke Murphy full credit to the village man he done well feeds it back in field it's cleared downfield by David Hennessy and now down to the corner forward again but it is Borough who defended it but they've let one man go loose there's an advantage coming here score. ball is pulled on they're going to take the score this time and Luke Scanlon has sent this one in and over the bar Luke is a good at work horse he's great when he gets into a scoring position that was a good advantage by the referee the village get their second point get their second point and Luke Scanlon hurled very well at times last Sunday particularly when he went in he's wearing eight he went in full forward last weekend again uh, all Auckland's and did very well um, and again Brendan here both cases both goalkeepers I think the puck out strategy is excellent the day of hitting a long ball down on top of your far forward line is gone um, Dara Houlihan and Gavin Costigan trying to find their men players moving right and left plenty of movement off the ball so again puck out so important in the modern game and possession here comes the ball breaking between the 45 and the 65 village half of the park the big man back there is Willie Spencer fine big player Willie is that had a lot of important matches for the village over the last number of years, Willie. But the Borough win this back again. Alan Phelan, central to everything they're doing. Steady cornerback, lovely ball. Floated across towards Aidan Nolan. Aidan Nolan from the 45, dead straight in front of goal, but it's wide. First it's wide. wide. Is that the first wide? I was just about to say it. First wide for the Borough. It remains one goal and four points to Dixborough. Two points to James Stevens. And this game is brought to you with thanks to Ormond Tax Advisors, helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st. See ormontax.org. I.E. Here come James Stevens. They need scores to put themselves back into this match no matter what happens. They are in the relegation. 
yeah, playoff right. but that's going to be a free this time I think we're, we get it wrong about Peter in fairness we're complimenting the man as he always lets the game go but we were saying here before the game free, freeze will be scarce yeah. but he, if, if it's a free realistically if it's blatant he has to blow them yeah no and that was a free that was uh, a pullback by the uh, corner back from the borough and Niall Rowe in that case Ty the wire causing problems he's turning up in different positions and Ty as I said the borough the village forwards are moving around and I mentioned this last week the village are in a situation but they're not doing too bad as I said the, fi- the, the tables is a little bit disheartening towards them but they're as I said they seem to be the second best team today at this stage and the last day and yet they're hanging in there you know 1-4 to 3 yeah, keep oh, the scoreboard ticking over Oh, and has got that one hit it a fair old belt as well into the Lachlan end of UPMC Nolan Park so it's 1-4 to Dixborough 3 points to James Stevens. 18 minutes on the clock in the opening half here come the Borough space opened up that's pulled on that's a bad wide from Mark Nolan he has scored already Bill Sheen got the goal Andy Gaffney's got a couple and that is the one for they've on the board and for James Stevens, with Luke Scanlon from play and two from Owen Guilfoyle from Freeze. the teams have made changes Evan Carroll started Conor Fitzpatrick started as did Chris Kavanagh for the Borough Luke Murphy and Ross Whelan started for James Stevens. here are the Borough to clear their lines from right corner back Niall Rowe big man 6 foot 2 3 category into the middle of the park but the greasy ball hasn't helped the Borough's cause and the village Attack it, win it back. Good work by Keane Kenny. Keane Kenny has a look from distance, strikes from distance. That's yep. much more like it from, from James Stevens. That's a good score from Keane Kenny, Ronnie. Yeah, and that's what we're saying. The, the village, as I said, looked like their second best, but still the scoreboard. There's only one score, one four to four. Village, you know, tipping away nicely, as I said, uh, without getting too excited. Great catch by Niall Delaney. Yeah, he's done well. They're, they're, seeing, they're growing into the game. They now, are, aren't they the James sure Stevens, they yeah. are. They're growing and into here the he game. Here he is, tying the wires on the end Caught of everything. High. He's doing very well. And that is an advantage from Great our match referee, Peter Burke. And Tyke Dwyer has got it. And they certainly are growing into the match. Dwyer sends over the point. It's now five points to James Stevens. There's only two between them. It's 1 4 to the Borough. The men in green and red have hit a purple patch, if you get what I'm trying to tell you. We're into the 20th minute. 10 to go on the opening half run. And Tyke Dwyer is instrumental in a lot of what's going on and a lot of what's good up here. Oh, God, here's Bill Sheen. Oh, Bill has done a goal effort here. Bill Sheen turns one. One, two, finished it with the boot. This fella has bundles of skill and he bounced back Bill Sheen. That's his second goal in the game. The puck out came out. Sheen got on to the end of it. He went from the 45 into the D, turned one, turned two, keeper to face, threw it onto the right peg and said, bang, thank you very much. 2-4 to the Borough, five points to James Stevens. Just when James Stevens was starting to get into the game. Yeah, but again, the, the mobility of Bill Sheen, uh, he's, he's, he's small in stature, but the speed of him coming through the middle, he offers a different dimension to the borough. Great interest to move because he's played corner forward most of his life, but he's a, a very good stick man and huge speed, and he offers a, an alternative as a centre forward. He's not your typical centre forward. He certainly does. He's a dynamic, he's a good low centre of gravity, and he's got a great attitude moving forward. Bill Sheen, the captain of Dixborough, he's got two goals in this game here come the village nice midfield play by Luke Scanlon we did say he give you everything Luke he's got the point he's got his second and he deserves a bit of credit for that it was a kind of an individual performance by Luke there he knew he had to do something with it and under pressure struck it off his left hand side Ronnie puts the village onto six points 2-4 to the Borough six points James Stevens. there's four between them yeah great score again by Scanlon as he said he, they're getting a lot more out of Scanlon at full forward and full forward line and tied the wire the two of those players in particular both full back lines struggling a little bit the Borough, now the Borough are doing what we've been watching Shamrock's doing over the years replying with instant 
effect. That's Aiden, a score I got in on night 10. Aiden Nolan. Aiden yeah. Nolan, yeah. Yeah, Aiden Nolan. Aiden has got that. They replaced right away. They have, and it's a good sign of a team. But again, a very interesting match and a good quality match and good quality scores. And to be fair, there's no one hiding. There's no one hiding here in UPMC Nolan Park. Not even Ronnie. <laughs> here beside us, in front of the big crowd on the far side. City Derby. Dixborough 2-5. James Stephen 6 points. We're to the 22nd minute of the opening half. Eight minutes remaining of normal time. Was there a push in the back there? No, says the referee. Tidied up on that far side by Ollie Walsh, the wing half back. Ollie, not much in his department in the opening half of this game, but he done well with that distribution. Son of Banished Door, of course. You're all aware of that as the ball comes downfield for the Borough. Mark Nolan, he's already on the score sheet, but it's not going to work out for the Borough this time. It's Shane Donahue tidies it up for the village. Big crossfield ball, looking to seek out Matthew Root. Back in the middle of the park there, Matthew battling for possession. There's a bit of holding. Referee says play on at 6 1 half a dozen the other, but Willie Spencer has got size. He's got a bit of hurling ability. He gets the hand pass away to Owen Gilfoyle. This lad certainly has big hurling ability. Didn't strike it as cleanly as he would have liked. It goes up into the sky. Dara Hulan says thank you very much. Switches direction. Sends it outfield. Nile Road recipient inside his own 45 for the borough. Sends it down to a man all alone in space. Ball hit the ground and skidded. Aidan Nolan has to deal with it. Turns infield. Aidan Nolan. Oh, he had options to go right and left. He was caught on two minds and that's an absolutely diabolical wide Adrian Ronan yeah that's a diabolical wide and maybe the option was interesting but the interesting thing is and I'd say Michael Welch has something to do with it did the, ball, did the ball slide off his stick it did but yeah. they, they seem to want goals more than points they're trying to bury the hatchet very early here they're going for goal more so than and, and points and I'd say it's obviously a threat here as Bill Sheen again Bill Sheen is getting way too much space for my liking uh, he needs he to be marked he puts it wide so they hadn't wide for a long time now they've got or, three yeah. two five to Dixborough Six points to James Stevens. Seven minutes remaining in the St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Round 5. And this game brought to you with thanks to the Ormond Tax Advisors helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st. See ormondtax.ie as James Stevens come forward. They'd love a goal at this moment in time to get themselves back into the game. They're not exactly out of it. Ollie Walsh tidies up. He's coming into it over there right half back at the moment. Ollie, now it's upfield for the Borough with Evan Carroll. Evan wearing 17, downfield, first touch is vital, that was a lovely first touch. I think it was Andy Gaffney who was over that far side, the referee has spotted, and he's gone for the pocket here, Ronnie, I think there's going to be a card. Yeah, and um, we mentioned he's after having a few cards, and there is a right, there's a little undercurrent. In it was the Harry Shine actually, that yeah. over there, yeah. And there's a right little bite, and it's Harry Shine, Luke Murphy, uh, letting him know that, welcome to senior hurling, but it's great to see, I, I, I worried coming into this game that it might be just a little uh, bit... Uh, tentative but it's certainly not tentative the village as I said need a game need a good result need a good performance and they are putting in a good performance they're not lying down Borough certainly not lying down as we said a lot of guys in the Borough team here as we said made changes made no Killian Buckley today no um, um, uh, Parig Mylan and no Liam Moores they're three big names on the Borough team down today but other guys are getting their chances and they're certainly taking it as they're freeing but um Good quality hurling, Brendan, to be fair to everyone. And I just noticed Shane Stapleton, he hasn't been mentioned all year. He's back. He had a finger injury there just before the first round. And he was obviously the main free taker for Dixborough the last few years, the, the St. Canis' primary school teacher. But I see Shane down there. He's on his way back. So the Borough, again, Brendan, have a panel. They're building a panel and certainly looking like a team that will have a big say in the senior championship. Well, here's Andy Gaffney. Can he put this one over the bar? 2-5 to the Borough. Six points to James Stevens. Are we about to make it 2-6? 
We certainly are. It's a white flag. It looked a bit close for comfort there for a moment in relation yeah. to the outside of the post, but there's six points between them, Ronnie. It's all the sixes. Two six sticks for a six points, James Stevens. Five minutes remaining in the opening half. Yeah. Great take by the cornerback. Alan Phelan. Played really well, isn't he? Yeah, it? this guy's been very good. He's living in the shadow of his sisters. He has uh, three sisters that are excellent Camogie players. Neve and Quiva and I uh, can't think of the other girl's name but the feeling household uh, full of camogie players but this man has gone under the radar Alan and he's been doing very very well for Dixborough this year and hurling extremely well here in front of us today he certainly is he's playing really really well now we've a long range free from the 65 in the Dixborough half of the park about 7-8 metres in from the sideline all stand side he's hitting it down, to, down towards the town end uh, goal it's Andy Gaffney he's already been successful with three can he make it four? Two, six to Dixborough. Six points to James Stevens. It'll be a monster if he gets it. He does strike it very well. It's a super strike. It is a little bit too far. Pushed it out to the right. Four wides the borough. It remains two, six to six points. Ronnie, with 26 minutes played, four remaining in the opening half. Yeah, good quality hurling. Still clever puck out again by Costigan. Lads running off the shoulder. But the borough hunting in packs, as I said, they're certainly, they are... Uh, at eight points their, their, their position on the table won't make any difference but the Borough are hurling with huge confidence and hurling like a team that wants to do well and certainly keep that winning ways Village Ross Whelan played so well the last day here he's getting a chance his first chance from play this might hang go great score yeah, that's a good score by yeah. Ross he sends it in he's wearing number 18 Conor Brown didn't start Niall Brazil, Brazil didn't start Niall Brazil I should say 17 and 18 have started Luke Murphy and Ross Whelan Ross is on the score sheet and the Borough to be fair were coming out there moving at speed Ollie Walsh's pass went a little wayward but I think apart from going wayward it was well intercepted and well read by the village who won back uh, possession and it was uh, stuck over the bar with precision by uh, Ross Whelan would that be a fair assessment? Yeah that's a fair assessment they had the possession but again looking at the two, the goals are obviously huge in the game of hurling huge in the game of football but the two goals it's seven it's eight scores to seven uh, if the village can get a, a goal they'll certainly hang in this game but the, the Borough looking dangerous every time the ball goes into that full forward and here's one of Shine hasn't been on much ball yet but Bill Sheen he's the man is the ah, catalyst for me he's been on top of every ball here deadly shortens the grip on the yeah. stick sends it in Shine started the move didn't finish it he got it to, to uh, Bill Sheen and Bill Sheen has now scored two goals and one point in this opening half again Ronnie they replied instantly after the village scored it is and again as I said they're playing an unorthodox centre forward where Bill Sheen as I said a lot of ball going through him a lot of play going through him and he for me is a reason why the Borough hurling so well. A bit of an argument over the line ball. Yeah, it's going to be a throw ball. I've seen Conor Everett <laughs> indicating to Peter Brook throw it in because he wasn't sure where it was going Tony Scanlon not too happy down Tony. there. Dan Cody and uh, the Borough. So look, if we're, if we're unsure who wanted to win this game... There's a bit of bite. There is a bite in it, to be fair to both sets of teams, both players and both groups. There's a bite, there's pride and there's certainly a win here will do wonders for the village's confidence for sure and continue the Borough's form Ross Whelan hurled so well the last day he was gone missing for most of the summer not That's sure where uh, he was but it's a second great point well right, he's after getting two absolute crackers he certainly is Ronnie and he's a lovely hurler two great points from play from Ross Whelan it's now 2-7 to the Borough but the village from Ross's point they're now on 8 and uh, that's an evil part of the country as well Ross's point yes. I think it's in Sligo but Ross's point he's got well there's no place called Ross's 2 points he's got 2 2-7 two, to 8 points uh, 28 and a half minutes gone in the opening half and for a team that know they're in the relegation and the Borough know that they're safe enough in the Championship uh, you said it there's a bit of niggle in it both teams are playing a good game of hurling no, here they are and as I said to Tony Scanlon during the week they're in a good position in so far as they have very good hurlers that you know they're they're, they're, they're 
the table has lied a little bit to them. The performance up to now, but the village have quality all over the field. And look, they're doing very well, as you said, and they don't have a whole amount to play for. Here's Shine's not getting on much ball just yet. That slid through yeah. his hand that time. It's going to be tidied up by James Stevens. Back there for James Stevens was Tony Scanlon, or here's Luke Scanlon now. Yeah, he's after scoring two. Yeah, so over. A, a lovely striker the ball as well. And that's another one going over. So the centre fielder, Luke Scanlon has got three excellent points he got plenty of space that time it's 2-7 a total of 13 points to 9 we're into the last 40 seconds of regulation time as the match referee Peter Burke looks at his watch there was no real hold ups in this opening half apart from one injury early on in the game and that was to David Hennessy but David thankfully is ok and he's back hurling on the field since that has happened so we could have one or two added minutes here but it's 2-7 to Dixborough 9 points to James Stevens. it'll be tidied up this time by Shane Donoghue James Stevens, number four, sprays it right over to the far side. Scanlon is playing at full forward and has getting a lot of good ball. There's a great movement out of the, the village uh, full forward line. Both full back lines under a certain degree of pressure. Each time the ball goes into the village, full forward line, they look dangerous and the same with the borough. So, look, that needs to be addressed, I suppose, at half-time. Alan Field, great ball to shine. Alan Field and now to Harry Shine. Done well under pressure, Harry Shine. Really done well, runs on, gets away from his man. He's filled out already. He was a minor not so long ago. Nice bit of hassling back there, though, from James Stevens, Luke Murphy. He's done well, but Harry Shine, oh, it's a lovely distribution. Just the borough didn't hang on to it cleanly, but however, they're going forward. Goal Look chance. for a score. Goal chance here. Oh, it's gone in and over the bar. It's gone in Andy and over Gaffney. the bar. And I think the man deserves a bit of credit there. It's Connor Fitzpatrick. He's fed it to Andy Gaffney. Gaffney sends it over the bar. And it's another score for Dixborough. Two goals and eight points to nine points. 40 seconds into added time here and we have a bit of concern there's an injury for a Dixborough man at the moment so 2-8 is a total of 14 points 9 to James Stevens, 5 between them I think it's a fair reflection of what we've seen it's uh, Connor Fitzpatrick is down fair reflection but a good quality game of hurling I have to say uh, both teams are as we said are certainly going for it, both teams neither want to lose, there's a huge pride at stake good quality hurling, good hits, there's a little niggle in it for sure as I said and then both teams bringing out the best in each other I have to say and um and the weather is holding up well but a lot of good individual battles going on and as again as I said there's a lot of good quality hurlers Scanlon doing very well at full forward Bill Sheen doing very well for the Borough and they're possibly the two standout players at this early stage 2-8 two, 2 Dixborough 9 points to James Stevens. just when we have a hold up in play Ronnie a few interesting fixtures tomorrow of course the big one in Callan well they're all big but uh, the big guns uh, out there Ballyhell Shamrocks and Tullerone that's in John Locke Park tomorrow 3.30 of course Claren Les Downey in Jenkinstown Owen Bean will referee that and Aaron's own and Mullinavat in Gorn David Hughes match referee there so that's 3 from Group A round 5 so they're going to be interesting games tomorrow yeah they're big games because it's the last round for uh, Kilkenny Senior Hurling and of course Group as we mentioned Group A Group A in particular uh, there's a huge amount to play for all six teams in particular have a chance to move up the table and avoid uh, uh, relegation in some cases all six uh, have a chance as we said but um, Tullerone the Shamrocks top of the table clash Clare will have a big say in their game because if they win they'll upset the top two players so that's a big game against Liz Downey so every game it's a pity they're all at the one time tomorrow, but that's the, the structure in Kilkenny Senior Hurling. But hugely important games, as we said, because, look, no one wants to be in relegation. As you see, at this stage, a top-class team like the James Stevens in relegation, that's hugely unusual to see a team of that quality. And playing today without Conor Brown and playing without Niall Brazel and still doing very well. So, again, the village, as we said, they're in relegation, but I'd expect them to come out of relegation comfortably uh, in, a, in two weeks' time. 
and uh, whoever's there, I know Greg Bally can or want him, um, but the rest of the teams after tomorrow, it'll be interesting. Tullerone Shamrock's great game because, as we said, Ballyhale expected to have more players back, particularly TJ. He hasn't played yet this year. He's ready to come back, we believe. Richie Reid will start. He didn't start the last day. And there's rumours uh, that Colin Finley has flown home from Chicago this week. So I'd say uh, Colin Finley will be seeing uh, uh, Ballyhale jersey on his back tomorrow as Conor Fitzpatrick looked like he's going off. Um, He's up on his feet, which yeah, is not a bad sign. He did very well. And again, he hasn't played many games this year so far. The doctor's uh, advising that he has to go. Dr. Chambers, I think, is with him there today. He's going to get checked out anyway. Yeah. But it's good news for anyone listening at home. He's walking off the field. He looks okay, so he just has to be checked out. And uh, we have another change coming here too. Was there two? It's no, it's Stephen, just a positional yeah, switch. Yeah, Stephen Farrell is coming yeah, in. Yeah, Stephen is coming in. Big lad, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Farrell wearing 22. He's coming on. And Willie Spencer, he's replaced... Um, Conor Fitzpatrick and again if Stephen Farrell didn't play last week or the week before it'll just tell you, tell you the depth of talent and the depth uh, of uh, numbers that Michael Welsh has at his disposal Farrell a very good underage hurler maybe hasn't fulfilled his potential at adult level but still young and still has an opportunity and look at him a big huge man uh, he is a big man and Ronnie, without forgetting, Bennis Bridge, of course, are taking on your own Greg Bally Callan tomorrow in the Lachlan Gales and Glenmore. They're the other fixtures yeah. of the senior hurling league. Yeah, Bennis Bridge on a, on a crest of a wave. Four points, uh, four matches, four matches won. Expect him to do well again tomorrow. Greg Bally Callan struggling, but it's only the month of August. Hopefully September will be better to them. Lachlan and Glenmore be an interesting match because Glenmore playing in Thomastown, seen as a home game for before Glenmore. Lachlan's won't have it all their own way down there. Well, here come James Stevens. They're trailing here by There's two and nine points, but here's a great chance. Here's a great chance. Gilfoyle. Ooh, he puts it to the right and wide. Owen Gilfoyle, the number 15. That was a glorious goal scoring opportunity, but to be fair to the lad, he created it himself. We're gone into the 35th minute, but we were held up for about three minutes for the injury to Conor Fitzpatrick. I think we will now hear the half time whistle from match referee Peter Burke. We have indeed, so it's 2 8 to Dixborough, 9 points to James Stevens. Ronnie, what have you made of the first half? Yeah, very impressed by the quality of hurling on both sides. Uh, both teams hurling, as I said, uh, with a bit of energy, hurling with huge confidence. Both teams, not, neither team lying down, and I think that's a great trait for both teams to see. Uh, Mikey Butler walking out there, Lachlan's having a keen interest in this game. But certainly, both teams, as I said, uh, giving it everything, no one lying down. That was a great chance for Gilfoyle to go in there, maybe go in with a, a great goal scoring chance. Uh, Evan Gilfoyle did brilliant to hook him, but to be fair to Gilfoyle, he left about four Borough defenders in his wake but Brendan to be fair to both teams depend, based on the fact that neither team have a whole lot to play for yeah. they're both giving it everything no one is hiding no one is lying down no one is trying to shy away in case there's an injury yes there's like two or three main players on both teams uh, missing namely Killian Buckley name, namely Parik Mylan and of course Connor Brown and Niall Brazel missing for uh, James Stevens. but I think both teams uh, will be quietly pleased uh, with their performance and maybe I'll just see Brian Cody and his fellow selectors and uh, John Sugar on him Village, as I thought last Sunday, I said it. I felt the village were turning a corner, and I think the RSC they're talking to Denny Stapleton there. And um, again, village were so good last year, Brendan. They were in a semi-final, and they couldn't have just gone uh, yeah. so poorly. They've just run a, on a you bad. You don't become a bad team overnight. No, you don't. No. And I just think they're, they are turning the corner. And, um, and I think they'll be happy with that first half. They're proud people too, and they'll want to uh, be hoping that they will turn it. 2 way to the borough here at halftime. Nine points to James Stevens. We'll be giving you all the uh, updates from the Premiership also and all that's happening across Carlucky Kenny. 35 minutes gone. Brentford lead leads in the Premiership. Chelsea and West Ham is nil-nil with 35 minutes gone. Newcastle and Palace also nil-nil. And Forest bouncing back from their heavy 
defeat during the week they're leaving Bournemouth by one goal to nil after 36 minutes Spurs and Fulham the London Derby nil nil at the moment as it is with Wolves and Southampton Villa and Man City is at 5.30 and earlier on today Liverpool and Everton drew nil nil in the Merseyside Derby while Celtic had a big win over Rangers Shane, Robbie and the team will give you all the updates and reports from those matches in the coming minutes we'll be back in about 10 minutes time from UPMC Nolan Park for this St Canis's Credit Junior Senior Hurling League Group B Round 5 game it is half time in UPMC Nolan Park and Dixborough lead on a scoreline of 2 goals and 8 points to James Stevens 9 points back to you Shane KCLR Live Sport The St Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Dixborough versus James Stevens. with thanks to Ormond's Tax Advisors helping you meet the tax return deadline on October 31st see ormondstax.ie on the lookout for a new job? Have a listen to some of the current listings on the KCLR job spot. The Fig Tree Restaurant Kilkenny is recruiting waiting staff, full and part-time positions. To apply, email your CV to figtreekilkenny at gmail.com. Dobbs Oil Limited is recruiting a full-time lorry driver for local distributions. Must have a full clean lorry license. ADR is an advantage but not essential. Email CVs to dobsoilcareers at gmail.com. For all current listings, job details and how to apply, check out kclr96fm.com forward slash jobspot. Yes, indeed, Shane. Well, just as you join us, the village get the first white flag of the second half as the referee Peter Burke has us up and running. A couple of seconds here. Two goals and eight points to Dixborough. Ten points to James Stevens, And that's a good start for them in the second half run. Yeah, great score by Luke Scanlon again. And as I said, he's been instrumental in anything that's good for James Stevens, particularly at full forward. Great score by him. Luke Keane, Kenny gone back on Bill Sheen, but Bill Sheen's taken off. And this is an Olympic sprinter, Bill Sheen. And uh, makes a huge addition. Ginny Stapleton is on for James Stevens, the Tipperary man Dinny Stapleton wearing 26 not sure who he's on for and there's a little bite in the game as I said Brendan and certainly the neither team given given each <laughs> as Ollie Welsh comes down to legislate with Keane Kenny but um, Dinny yeah. Stapleton not sure who Dinny Stapleton's on for I'm guessing um, Niall Delaney's there Mullen is there Shane Donoghue's looks like it could be Shane Donoghue yeah Shane Donoghue is gone so Din- oh no Shane Donoghue's still there Denny Stapleton is in anyway. We'll Bloody check yeah. that for you in a moment, but it's a free because the man that went on a flare there was Bill Sheen, the captain for the borough. The borough playing into the O'Loughlin's end and this the second half of UPMC Nolan Park. Halftime score was 2-8 to 9 points. They can change that scoreboard again. Two white flags in the second half. That's the first for Andy Gaffney. A free in the second half. And Luke Scanlon just scored before that for James Stevens. So it's 2-9 to Dixborough. 10 points to James Stevens. Two minutes played in the second half as the ball picked by James Stevens on that far side. Lovely run from the wing half back, Niall Delaney. Niall Delaney feeds it into the full forward line. Push. Little bit of a push oh, there. Yeah, no definitely. free given. Yeah. Ollie Walsh tries to get a reach on it. Back into full back line, helping out. Out come the borough with the ball. They've done well this time to have numbers on the outside. The big man that came in in the first half, Stephen Farrell. Great Stephen ball. Farrell sends it right over to the far side. Terrific ball. Love. Oh, that's a foul. <laughs> Andy Gaffney was running onto it. He was just taken late. It's going to be a free into the borough. 
but a beautiful ball sent from one side of the field to the other both teams good at the defensive side of things the way they're playing Ronnie catching the ball playing it short keeping possession getting it out there then they go for the long pass and it has worked effectively throughout the first half nearly worked that time with the village uh, giving away the free on this occasion yeah I think both teams will be quite happy with the way they're playing Brendan um, in general uh, they're getting the performance out of their, their players they're getting the bounce out of their players as we said the game maybe not uh, a dead rubber game but both sets of players and there's a little niggle in it and in fairness to Luke Scanlon that time he's after getting four points but he should have got a free there at that stage and I noticed there maybe there could be a change being made but Luke Scanlon was uh, disappointed should have been a free in the ball has gone down the other end and now Andy Gaffney has got a free uh, on the far side difficult enough but 20 metre free over, yeah. the angle. I think it's wide so wide. it's a wide ball yeah. it's a wide ball run them glasses of yours are working <laughs> no I tell you how I knew I'll be fair the white flag is on this side and, oh, uh, and he, he didn't put he ran to ah, the two person on one side I just spotted the white flag on the ground so it's not the glasses <laughs> it's experience <laughs> 2-9 the Borough 10 points to James Stevens. it could all change now here comes the man that scored two in the first half has he got one in the second half and he puts it wide and the man I mentioned is the number 18 and that's Ross Whelan but he is playing well in this game Ross that's the first wide for James Stevens in the second half it remains 2-9 to Dixborough 10 points to James Stevens, and this game is brought to you with thanks to Ormond Tax Advisor helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st see ormondtax.ie beautiful ball diagonal ball all the way across towards Harry Shine Harry turns back in field sells a bit of a dummy then goes for a powerful strike on that but it's wide did an awful lot right there to finish but he had a lovely jink in the sidestep there for sure Um, he's a quality player it's great to see him back he picked up a serious injury Ronnie and it's great great to see him back 2-9 to 10 great puck out indeed comes from Gavin Costigan James Stevens goal Crossfielder comes interception came from Tom Kenny the Borough did well but the breaking ball falls back towards Matthew Root Matthew has a look at the goal in the town and nobody wants to score here it's another wide this time for James Stevens from the stick of Matthew Root that's a short puck out from the Borough from Houlihan out towards Niall Rowe Niall wearing number two big ball from Niall down to the full forward line racing across trying to get the first touch on it again Harry Shine turns back in field two men marking him referee says that's a free out was that a harsh call Ron? I thought it was a little bit harsh and shine. Blew, I thought he, blew it a little early. Yeah, I thought he was being fouled. But then again, the village did well. They'll be happy with that. And again, we go back to Peter Burke. Doesn't blow too often. If he's talk, if he's seen a free, it's a, it's a, it's very much a free because he doesn't see too many. To be fair to him, here's Gavin Costigan. Gavin is going to take this free outside the 13 meter line. There's a few lines on the grass from the drain. His job that was done. But as I said, no major problems here. But obviously doing everything precautionary to make sure everything is going to be alright we're going to have a busy schedule here in the upcoming weeks both here in UPMC and the Netwatch Cullen Park loads of action coming live here on KCLR 96 FM as the Dixborough men carry the ball forward but they've guilty given away possession now Shane Donahue tidies it up for James Stevens knocks it down to the half forward line the Borough tidied up this time bit of games of backs and forwards here they come moving it forward this is Chris Cavanagh of the Borough Right over on the far side, back into Billy Sheen. Billy Sheen, the captain, turns, makes an angle off his right-hand side. If it's there, it's a super score. Oh, hits the post. He hits the post. The umpire had a good look at it. Corner back, it's back to Gatterett. Shane Donahue, back to Costigan in the goal. Over to the right corner back position. Who's there but Niall Delaney? Delaney clears his lines, knocks it downfield towards the yeah. 45. Right, brilliant take. I think this man, Alan Phelan, yeah. is having an outstanding game for the Borough. He's been very good all through, Dinny Stebbs, and using his... Uh, 
uh, experience and muscle there, but Alan Field caught it brilliantly, but he was shoulder out over the line. But if there's a, a find in the Borough team this year at this early stage, Alan Feeling is certainly putting his hand up and he wants to be part of the Borough team uh, for the September and October championship. Uh, here's the sideline ball didn't go too far were they all back to required distance your guess is as good as mine you're at home in the kitchen Mrs Murphy I'm here and I still couldn't make it out 2-9 to 10 points Dixborough lead James Stevens. Yeah. 38 minutes played here come the Borough downfield Gaffney yeah first touch is vital here first was good second was even better he's got a fair old boss in that stick Gaffney centres all the way back across field but he gives possession straight back to Niall Delaney Niall Delaney feeds it up towards Willie Spencer Willie Spencer then got it into his midfielder his midfielder was Luke Scanlon but they've lost possession and spilled it the Borough tidy it up a touch for Niall Rowe played it back in towards Evan Carroll downfield it comes again both teams guilty of giving away a prize possession Ronnie not helping their cause they're both giving it a go but they're giving away the ball yeah, very easily but they've gone long in the last few minutes Brendan both teams hitting long ball in it's up through the, up to now they were playing going through the channels playing cross field ball but they've kind of gone long uh, because some of their I suppose both half back lines have been loose and they tend to hit long ball in it when you hit long ball and down on top of the full back line it gives your back a better chance whatever chance a forward has it has to be in front of him at least to give him a chance and probably upset the back but uh, a free now in for the Go village at this edge. Yeah. see Brendan it's still 11, uh, 11 scores to 10 them goals those two goals have been hugely important for Bill Sheen the borough or the village not really looking like to score the goal uh, and haven't threatened the Dara Hula. and that's been the difference both teams are very are very even uh, other than the two goals but the goals make a huge difference of course well, there's the strike coming from Owen Gilfoyle he sends it in and he's over the bar and they're staying in this game James Stevens. we didn't expect them to do anything else it's another one for Owen don't forget our full live commentary tomorrow will be from John Locke Park in Callan Ballyhell Shamrocks and Tullerone and we'll be feeding in all updates from all other games during that broadcast tomorrow Eddie Scally on analysis with us tomorrow I think Ronnie is off on camogie duty tomorrow busy man when we're playing at Bridge at the same time as well, so we have to go through that pain for an hour. Two matches, 2 9 to Dixborough, 11 points. James Stevens, line ball on the far side. The time is ticking away here. 10 minutes played in the second half, 20 minutes remaining. No matter what happens, James Stevens are into the relegation final, but they're putting up a fair old battle here against Dixborough, who have done enough in this league campaign. Well, it's relegation semi-final. Semi-final, yeah, yeah, and they can yeah. still win the championship. So, it's not the worst. It's not the best place being, but it's not. It's not the end. It's just you're no. starting at a lower point in the championship and a more riskier, uh, riskier place. But it's the first round champ. It's the first round of the championship that doubles up as they a relegation. Should suffice, shouldn't they? They will, based on what I've seen yeah, the last two matches. Yeah, they should. Yeah. No, that's that's not putting the curse on him. But based on what I've seen, the fight is in him. The hunger's in them. The quality hurling is there, and they're still short. Two instrumental players in Brazil and, and um, uh, Brown. So again, I think, I think privately the village will be happy with their performance so far. Well, here come Dixborough. Dixborough leading this one. Two goals and nine points. The James Stevens eleven points, and there is a long-range effort coming in, and that's gone to the right and wide. It. Yeah, that's a, f- a wide. He's playing at left. He's wearing four, playing at left half back, and he's doing very well over in the far he side. Scored in the first half. There's a big ball downfield. There's a bit of holding there. Andy Parsons was held. Now it's with Willie Spencer. That going through here. Takes it back to Parsons. 
in between the 45 and the 20 metre line turns back onto his left hand side has he got the angle for the shot he did very well if he gets it no it's wide but he gave it every chance Ronnie he did and did very well as you said where the execution but maybe could have carried it in a little bit was a little bit ambitious to try and get a, a point from the sideline maybe at this stage but again Keen Kenny going back centre back has helped the village I think the minute I say that the ball breaking ball still haven't worked out who's gone off for the village and here they come through the middle of the front Kenny now Keen look Kenny that's a massive, yeah. massive strike. That mm. goes in and over the bar. And I hope Cole Brennan Coakley is enjoying the match. We had a chat with Cole this morning. Started at Knockbeg College. He said he'd be tuned to KCLR this afternoon. Grandad Tommy and his mammy all listening to KCLR this afternoon. All out there in Clunmore meets in Collection. So good afternoon to you all, Cole. I wish you well in Knockbeg. And good to know you're enjoying the hurling here in Kilkenny. And uh, thank you very much. Two goals and nine to Dixborough. 12 points to James Stevens. 41 minutes gone here in UPMC Nolan Park so we're well into the second half here now James Stevens going to defend this one hand pass back to Shane Donahue. Shane Donahue, long floating pass way way down inside the 45 but a little bit overcooked and it lets the Borough deal with it Evan Cody is the Borough full back he knocks it back to Dara Houlihan he switches direction sends it way over to the far side out come Dixborough with the ball 2-9 Borough 12 points James Stevens still in control the short pass keep possession 9 tenths of the lot 9 row to Alan Phelan Phelan down to the left corner forward looking for Harry Shine Harry Shine didn't hang on to it but here they come now Chris Kavanagh yeah it is Chris was he fouled? No, it was the referee. Back to Harry, but that bypassed him and it was the man who came on to it. it was Bill Sheen and then all going for it and trying to get onto it. They've I, lost possession mm, and I, out come James Stevens. I think the village are hurling way better in the second half now and Kenny going back, centre-back is a huge, hint, ch- uh, huge chance and the man has gone off is David Hennessy. He got that yeah, injury. Yeah, he got the knock. He got that injury in the first half but King Kenny going back, centre-back has certainly helped stabilise the team and Dini Stableton coming on. And um, We've a line ball but I think it's a borough ball. Village are hurling better, Brendan, but not turning it into scores in the second half. 2-9 to Dixborough, 12 points to James Stevens. At half-time, it was 2-8 to the Borough, 9 points. So it's 3 points in the second half for James Stevens, 1 point in the second yeah. half for the Borough. Mikey won't be happy with that. No, not so far. But again, as I said, they are trying, so they will be a little bit concerned. They can say all the like Chris Kavanagh is going off. And yeah, I see so him there. I'd say that looks like Timmy Cliff, 18, no, 18 for the Borough. Is yeah, Timmy Clifford. Yeah, he's back. He didn't play the last day. And look, the depth of talent that the uh, the Borough have, they're being kept on their toes. There's a lot of players want to be on this Borough team. As I said, they haven't a huge panel, but the village certainly uh, after the these first opening 40 minutes, they'll be quietly happy and quietly contented if they can stay in this game here. A hundred percent, Timmy Clifford would nearly be on the first 15 any time, wouldn't he? He certainly would. Yeah, but there's plenty of competition for places, as you said. Meanwhile, here come the Borough. Is there a goal chance here? Good defending again from. James Stevens, but uh, oh, they got a good few men goal side of Harry Shine. He'll be disappointed with that. And he'll be told after the game that you have to put away them at senior level, Harry. He missed it, uh, he missed it uh, Ron. Yeah. Still 2-9 to 12. Borough are struggling to score in the second yeah, half. Mikey won't give out to him because he loves Harry. So it's, uh, <laughs> But again, it'll be a miss that Harry will be a little bit disappointed in. But look, he's getting huge attention from Luke Murphy. Luke Murphy is doing very well in him because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Harry may not have scored yet. A lot of expected of him, of course, but he hasn't. No, he didn't score. I haven't scored yet. yet. Yeah. No. Now, another man in bother here. There's a little niggle, Brendan, going on in a few different places. There's a ball downfield. It's going to be tidied up by James Stevens, midfielder. That's Keane Kenny, who's now at centre-back, as Ronnie says. Goes on the run on the outside, Keane. He's a centre-back playing. Oh, brilliantly blocked out. Yeah, he read it well, didn't he, Bill Sheen? 
and runs on looking for the return ball didn't get it it was a dodgy looking hand pass but they all throw it as Taggy says it's back in now to Keen Kenny who strikes it from way out the field but Dara Hoolan has run long enough to say well they can run wide all day and now you make that four wides for James Stevens in the second half four in the first half the scoreboard remains a 2-9 to Dixborough James Stevens 12 points so there's three between them here at UPMC Nolan Park it is the Senior Hurling League Group B round five and no matter what happens James Stevens, well they're in a hurling relegation semi-final and the Borough with a dodgy looking pass as well feed it back and this time it's gone wide from Bill Sheen and that time his radar was completely off I make that three wide to the Borough in the second half this Ten. game brought to you with thanks to Ormond Tax Advisors helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st you can see ormondtax.ie a bad miss Ron yeah now the, uh, Mikey Welch will be getting disapp- uh, upset because that's 10 wides and some of those wides have been poor and that's not good enough for a team that wants to be at the other end of the table uh, in the senior championship these wides are letting them yeah, down I, I know Mickey a long time and he's looking in and yeah. I know what he's saying lads come on that should be a score yeah. and I, I think there might be another bit of vocabulary involved there as well but anyway Sub uh, coming on again for the, the borough they're giving more game time but they're, they need to as I said Brendan because they have the players they have the panel but again quite clearly the village doing quite well still haven't threatened for a goal but Kenny going back centre back has been a help yeah and here he is a fair old battle with himself here and Bill Sheen the village are not happy that free has been given but there was a little bit of jostling there Ron would you have given a free I like King Kenny I wouldn't have given a free again. <laughs> I thought well, the Kenny referee did, has given the King free Kenny did excellently here yeah, right? he, he stood goal side I'm right. a King Kenny fan out in the 45 but uh, it's a chance now for Andy Gaffney to make it a two score game as it stands it's a one score game 2-9 is a total of 15 points for the Borough 12 points for James Stevens. 47 minutes into the game of a 60 minute game it is Andy Gaffney with the free. He's just inside the 65 village half of the park, six metres in from the sideline. Great to see the lady linesman today. First time I've seen her in, uh, in uh, Nolan Park yeah. doing the line. Vivian Holmes, uh, by all accounts, a very good referee. Well, well done to Vivian, and it's great to see it as well. This is Pamela Hayden and Marion uh, Gall, Marion Hayden Gall doing it in Carlos great to see them involved as well and anybody else that comes in to do it fair play to them and it's a, it is very very good to see and we've no score from that free on the far no, side a little bit wide. ambitious I suppose now the point it would make Ronnie I know pure hurling people will notice the people listening you know that they'll know every inch of grass in UPMC and Park. but you come into the next round of this quarter final or semi-finals you've got to get all them in the Kilkenny Championship yeah no without a doubt and they'll be disappointed with that as Aaron Murphy is on for uh, Dixborough hasn't seen any game time but again they'll be disappointed with the wides for sure the hurling has been good up to now Village are hanging in there as I said here's Dinny Stapleton oh it's gone past him yeah missed his first touch yeah. and if you missed that in hurling you're in trouble he didn't miss his second I can guarantee you that pull hard cool mind as I said down in Tipperary and he pulled on that one 2-9 Dixborough 12 points James oh, Stevens some steps there. now here we go chance chance village chance no. good interception good <laughs> full back play Evan Cody he's done well ball's well. taken off his stick though he over elaborated coming out with that he should have put it into row Z or else downfield Tony Scanlon so. getting all excited here down underneath as the village he thought and felt they should have got a free in but now it's a free out and again uh, not happy but i known Peter Burke doesn't blow too often but the village are creating chances they're hanging in there 2-9 to 12 Borough not putting them away Borough as I said they're making changes but they're not weakening their team with the changes they're making so again um, maybe it's a little bit more difficult when you have nothing to play for but here's a great chance for Alan Fien he's been for me one of the best players on the field today if he gets this 
He is yep. the best player on the field today. Alan Phelan, point number two for Alan. He's listed as number four, but he's playing in the seventh position. It's another score for the Borough. It's another score for Alan. And it's Dixborough, two goals and ten points. 12 points to James Stevens. It's the two-score game. 10 minutes left, Ron. Yeah, but that's only that there... Well, is there 15 minutes left? No. 10 minutes left. Yeah. That's only their second point. In the second half. The Borough will be so hugely disappointed. Here we go, oh, Bill goal. Sheen. Bill Sheen. Oh! Wait. Wait. Bill Sheen went to his football skills as Tyke Dunne, who throws his hurl into the... And he scored one. Into a Lachlan's. Um, his hurl has gone. His hurl has gone into a Lachlan's as Aaron Murphy goes after it. Um... And again, the sharp hook out. But the board will be hugely disappointed, Brendan. That's only two scores. None of the forwards have scored from playing the second half. Um, Gaffney's got one point from a free. And Alan Fiena's got the second point, And he's a wing half back. So again, um, the board demise in the second half. The village starting to come into the game more. Andy Parsons a great chance. And that's a terrible, terrible wide. Now, in saying that, James Stevens have come back into it. But then again, for hurling, and I know it's been damp and it's been squally out there. The rain, thankfully, has stopped. They've only scored three points in the second half. And yeah. Dixborough have only scored two points in the second half. So as scores go, that's a low-scoring second half. Yeah, it's been a reasonably poor second half. I said the quality of hurling was very good in the first half. The commitment was excellent. Maybe there's a lot of mistakes, or maybe just both sets of players. Um, certainly, Matthew Root is going off there now. As number twenty comes on for the village. Number twenty for the village is uh, Matthew Macri was listed, but it's yeah. Ethan Butler as number twenty. Oh, yeah. This afternoon, so Ethan is coming in wearing number twenty for James Stevens. So there was a change in the program, which I outlined earlier on. Meanwhile, Dixborough have an injury concern down here. I think, Ronnie, no matter what happens, I mean, okay, we knew the formality with these two coming in and when the fixture was made, everyone looked and said it's a mouth-watering but the way it panned out in the league campaign it didn't turn out to be what we expected from a competitive point of view but um, I think from what we've seen today and you said it earlier on, the village they'll take confidence out of this whether to win it or lose it because they have played some nice patches of hurling no they certainly will the village will take more out of this game they had to They had to get a performance Harry Shine going off there that's not good for the Harry Shine not good maybe it's just precautionary no he looks like he says a bit of a limp going yeah, off yeah a bit on, of yeah? a limp going off there's a man coming on I'd say it's probably young Hackett I can't see his number but the village will take more out of this at this stage with 10 minutes to go yes the quality of shooting and scores has been poor the two goals have been instrumental Bill Gaffney's two goals but when you break down the match it's tw- 12 scores to 12 the village will be reasonably happy to getting a good bounce out of most of, their pl- most of their players not on the scoreboard reflecting it but look as we said the Borough have been racking up big scores all year round so the village will go home as I said this uh, more ha- ha- happier and this man has made a huge difference now since he's went back centre back Keane Kenny he's nullified um, he's nullified Bill Sheen yeah. and he's dictated the match a lot more at centre-back and I think he's had a very big part to play he's a great reader, he's he a is. reader of the game isn't he, he? Is, but then yeah. I'm a Kenny fan so I'm going to say that Kenny <laughs> come on Ron you love everybody Ronnie oh, I do yeah that's going to be a free there's a hand on the back there the guilty party is Tom Kenny not a free into James Stevens, the man that wins the free is uh, Ross Whelan scored two nice points in this match Ross in the first half it's 2-10 to Dixborough 12 points to James Stevens this game and broadcast brought to you with thanks to Ormond Tax Advisors helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st see Ormond Tax e. that's not too far away Christmas is not too far away the Kenny Senior County Hurling Final is not far away even though we have a plethora of matches to be played but it'll all happen in a matter oh, of yep. weeks as James Stevens owned Gilfoyle sends in an absolute belter of a free from just inside the borough half of the park 2-10 to Dixborough a total of 16 points James Stevens 13 we're back to a one score game Ronnie yeah and he can thank Stephen Minogue the ball boy for that because Stephen dried the ball and of course 
presented a new fresh ball to uh, <laughs> Owen Gilfile and that made it easier and again the village were hanging in there and the village were playing quite well they did the same last week and now as you said it's a one score game 2-10-13 village more impressive big ball downfield from the village full back he's got a great presence hasn't he that's yeah. uh, Evan Cody he's a big man for Dixborough He's picked up a bit of a winded problem there. No, the man that came on in the first half, we said he's a big man as well. He certainly is. Oops. Stephen Farrell left it behind him, though. Back in comes well Tom Kenny. Tony. Stephen Farrell is there again. Comes back around the corner. Big man. Plays it back to the fullback. That's actually Niall Rowe. Plays it over towards 17, which is Evan Carroll. And the borough come forward through the middle of the park. Bill Sheen. Two goals and a point. Hasn't scored in the second. Of Ollie Walsh. Will Ollie score? No. Has Radar is now, off too. Ollie fancy that one. That's gone to the right and wide. I hope Ollie's not going home to get his clothes washed this evening because I say Elaine and Mikey will go mad because <laughs> that was the score that Ollie Welsh scored in his sleep. So the poor will be disappointed with the wides. That's 12, 13 wides, and a lot of them are easy chances. So they'll be disappointed with their score. They're not. They're, there's a line ball, and Connor Evers under a bit of pressure. He is. Everyone's <laughs> a linesman over there. Connor's <laughs> officially the linesman. Connor is going to take the ball. He's going to set the referee here, trotting. Get me a bother. Yeah. No, it's a borough ball. Yeah, Peter Burke helped him there. That's a borough ball. I know by Brian Cody and all the years he'll be there. Brian is there in the backroom team with the village as well. It'd be fair to say he's fired up a bit in the far side. He wants these lads to finish this game with a plum, and he's getting it from them as well. Well, as I said, here now is a chance Dinny Stapleton going through. Um, no, wrong option. Wrong option. <laughs> Gave away possession there, foolishly. The Borough come out with this ball. The man wearing 17 for the Borough's Evan Carroll. Big ball downfield. Here he is again, Kenny. Yeah, he read it well. Kane Kenny. Bottled up inside his own 45. Plays it back to the full-back position. There for James Stevens is Luke Murphy. Ross Whelan back on her back. I don't know what he's doing there. Ross Whelan sends it. Downfield, the man that's corner back for the Borough's Niall Rowe. It's 2 10 to Dixborough, 13 points to James Stevens. There's five minutes of normal time remaining. Can the right Village has it. draw this one? Right man has it indeed. He scored four points in this game. Has he got his fifth point? No. Wide ball. It's Marginally. a wide ball, and that was Luke Scanlon. Marginally. Luke Scanlon. Meanwhile, in the Premiership, Newcastle won. Crystal Palace nil of 51 minutes. Tyrick Mitchell with a known goal. So Newcastle lead one goal to nil there. 2 10 it is here to Dixborough. James Stevens, 13 points. Mikey Welch's Borough lead by three. Four and a half minutes remaining, Ronnie. Great pick up as Andy Gaffney took two heavy challenges there. Dangerous ball going in top of the full back line. Costigan has to deal with it. He's done well. Done very well. Keeper and again, well. back to Kenny, who's doing very well. That's for me, has been the change. And that's brought the village back into it. Kenny doing very well. He's mopped up some amount of ball, Brendan, in the second half. Yeah, he's played really well. He has in the second half. Really, really well. And don't forget, tomorrow we'll be live from John Locke Park in Callan. And that will be Tullerone and Ballyhale. Shamrock's own Hayes will be our match referee. 3.30 throw in. And we'll have... Updates from Clara Lisdowney, Aaron's own Mullinavat, Bennis Bridge, Greg Bally, Callan O'Loughlin's, and Len Moore as the village no. come forward. Is this to be the chance? Willie Spencer! Willie Spencer! Oh, wrong option again. Oh, Willie should have gone himself. Wrong option. He was yeah. unselfish. He should have left the onion bag below on the parade, but he didn't. It's 2 10 to the borough. 13 points to James Stevens. He thought the man inside him was in a better position. And with three and a half minutes remaining, James Stevens should have got the goal to level this game. They now do have a 65 because it took a bit of a deflection. Ronnie, 
it's all about opinion his opinion was the man inside was in a better position but if I was Willie and you were Willie you would have went for it yeah I think he should have backed himself and backed himself he had the chance again that's two clear goal chances the wrong option the final pass was given in both cases and both times the player within possession should have went for it but I think the village as I said last week has seen signs green shoots have turned the corner and I think the most certainly have turned the corner for me they've been the most impressive team today uh, after a slow start the Borough certainly looked lively in the opening 10 minutes but after the Bill Sheen's two goals Brendan and the opening I suppose the goal disallowed the village have settled into the game and certainly the the move of Keane Kenny going back centre-back has been a big help. Bill Sheen has gone off him now yeah. and, um, and down, no, gone down the field. And that 65 has gone over the bar from Owen Gilfile as well, so it's a two-point game. Back come the Borough. Now, they had a trend in the opening half to reply straight away to all scores that the village had got. There's a push in the back there. And uh, he's got away with it, the full-back there, Hermit Cody. Hermit Cody switched back across to Keane Kenny. Keane turns out of trouble. Off his left, strikes it with the right. Down into no man's land, but that's poor distribution. Yeah. He did well defending it, but his giveaway ball has gone downfield, and the borough won't be in any great hurry to take this line ball. Two minutes of regulation time remaining. Dixborough 2 10. James Stevens 14 points. It's 16 14. Um, worrying for James Stevens, maybe, or not James Stevens, the borough, only two points scored at this stage of second half. They've been scored at will all year, and certainly last weekend against Greg Bally Callan. So for me, now the bar or the village have turned the corner. Here's Ross Whelan. A goal for a village could win this. There's Willie. Has he a second bite of the cherry for the goal effort here? Willie Spencer, big big Parsons. man. That's uh, Andy Parsons rather. Yeah. Andy Parsons wearing ten. Here they go. Oh. They through. They're playing with. That's a great block down. Great block down by Ollie Welch. Brilliant block down. And it's into the hand of Alan Phelan. Alan Phelan feeds it downfield towards Timmy Clifford. Timmy Clifford wearing eighteen. There's a strike from distance. Is that there? That's That's gone over the bar. That's gone over the bar. Timmy Clifford sends it in and over the bar for Dixborough. It's 2-11 to the Borough, 14 points to James Stevens. Three points between them again. One minute of normal time remaining. Nice competitive game, Ronnie. Nice competitive game, but the scoring uh, exploits hasn't been wonderful in the second half. Both teams, as I said, have certainly been uh, guilty of a lot of wides. The village, or the borough in particular, borough running down their panel now. They've brought on number 27 there as well, and that's... um, James Carroll and uh, brought on Sean Maher so a few unfamiliar names and young lads coming on for the Borough but for me the Borough haven't been impressive in the second half they've um, they've gone out of the game the Village has certainly been the more impressive haven't taken their chances so if you're looking for something out of this game the Village will go home happier they won't have won it they didn't come maybe to the Kemper performance they well, got the performance they'll be ready for a relegation semi-final they will 14 points and certainly missed two uh, scoreable goal chances wrong options so I think that uh, again don't want anyone really want to play the village in a relegation here's Ollie Walsh with the sideline ball 2-11 to 14 he captained the borough to win the county championship back in 2017 Ollie with the sideline cut wasn't effective worked out well that could have been deemed as a pickup, but <laughs> the, the borough get away with that one and I think when Stephen Farrell got in his hand he says you want to get rid of this he got rid of it into Bill Sheen the captain sends it into the half forward line a little bit of a backward flick from one of the new servants oh. Sean Marr didn't work out now here come village can they work it downfield and level the game we're gone into added time big ball downfield Ollie Walsh again tries to defend it good hurling from Ollie good groundwork good stick work but the village Parsons, picked done, the well. Parsons done really Dropped well the hurl. sprays it could have been a free he did drop the hurl to pass the ball back around the corner to oh. come and straight they're all giving away possession in wide. it goes wide, wide. that's definitely Willie Spencer this time I missed them up with Andy Parsons a few minutes ago 
but that's a wide ball now if you were critical and looking back at this game Ronnie those type of chances have gone a begging for both sides more so in the second half than in the first yeah I think the village their last pass each time their last decision has let them down big time they haven't got enough ball into Tyg the wire in the second half Tyg hasn't been on any ball or either has his man he's gone out of the game for whatever reason but the village certainly have had a few wides but the borough have had way too many wides they've had I think at least 12 wides certainly the man here he is again Keane Kenny he's, he's, he's made a huge difference to centre back Borough have a lot of players on now the last 10 minutes but up to now here's the wire now and I mentioned him a minute ago Shane Donahue big ball downfield full back Evan Cody did well he came out and won that ball Burra have it Evan wonder Carl what's the other time going yeah he certainly did and then it goes back towards Tom Kenny Tom sends it down to the middle of the park out over the head of the man wearing 27 James Carroll for Dix Burra still have possession between the 65 and 45 beautiful ball in field here's the danger man Bill Sheen started the game well will he finish it well Bill yeah. Sheen it's credit where credit is due now Ronnie because their backs were to the wall even though they've held the lead on the scoreboard under pressure they've weathered the storm and again they reply and replied and replied every time and 2-12 is not a bad return in the end albeit it's only 4 points in the second half but I think they've done enough now to weather the storm or have they? Yeah no they've done enough to weather the storm but they weren't really impressive they'll be a little bit disappointed this man has had a good second half Ollie was yeah Ollie's played well a very second half in front of us but again the village have certainly been for me certainly the more hungrier they haven't got the chances taken their chances but they'll go home I think they'll go home reasonably happy um, and in good uh, state for a relegation first round match yeah. in two weeks time I think the, 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 the point, village will know more about their team after today the point I was making earlier on about fellas you know in the quarterfinals semi-finals knockout stages to simplify it you got to get every chance but you know defenders have to do everything and you look at the application and the play that Ollie did there like 9 lads out of 10 would give up on the ball that comes loose running along the ground but he chased back he chased back he chased back and he went in he got a touch on it and he deprived the village of going forward that's the hunger you need at this level yeah and they have it but again the Borough as we said a lot of people talking them up they've been impressive all year not as hugely impressive today but maybe look they had nothing to play for um, certainly had nothing to play for but the village had a lot to play for they've gone home with a better performance and uh, as I said I know I'm repeating myself but the village have impressed me today without maybe um, getting the scores that's required or setting the world on fire yeah without setting well. the world they've done well yeah, they've done well, well there's four minutes of additional time played now well a little over well it's nearly four two twelve to the borough total of 18 points 14 to James Stevens at the two score game it's a great advantage to have as the referee Peter Burke blows the full time whistle full credit to both teams they've given it a rattle here James Stevens after round five will head for the relegation semi-final Alfred Dixborough their record has been quite good in the senior hurling league group B round five didn't get off to the best of starts in it and as soon as the final whistle goes in the crowd depart UPMC in Allen Park the heavens open but it's finished 2-12 to the borough 14 points to James Stevens. I think you've summed it up very well Ronnie yeah, exactly. I think the game, as I said, was a very good opening first half. Uh, both teams, no, no one lying down. Both teams, no one hiding. Both teams giving it everything. The Borough ran down their panel in the last few, maybe the last 10 minutes. Bill Sheen was the, the main man in the first half. His influence was curbed by putting back Keane Kenny in the second half. That was a major move out of James Stevens. I believe, from what I've seen, I think the village will go home quietly pleased, quietly happy. They certainly got more out of this game. They needed to get more out of this game because, as I said, they haven't been going wonderfully all year they're in a relegation semi-final and a first round match not a place for any team to be in they're in it but they'll go home quite pleased they put up a very good performance against a very good Borough team now the Borough had nothing to play for so that's remember that it comes with a warrant they had nothing to play for but the fact they had nothing to play for 
impacted on the performance in the second half I think and believe because they really didn't have to fire fire it at the very end and um, but still they had to be competitive enough hadn't they to win no, the they match. had to be competitive yeah. but I mean they'll be disappointed with their 12-13 wide but yeah. Mikey, Mikey will go home and say look sure, what can we do sure, we, we knew we didn't have to win it you know it is 12 and, and, we, and they did win it they did win it and they, and they brought in uh, they got Timmy Clifford back in the field they got uh, they were short Mylan and Kane Buckley and, so look back to what I said all year round the Borough have an excellent team in Merson Panel it's getting the right 15 on a given day horses for courses getting the right players on at the right time Mikey's there talking to Mikey Clifford look they have an abundance of talent it's just picking the right team at the right time but they'll be a little bit disappointed Michael have something to, to bait him with for the next two or three weeks he'll be telling them look lads you were alright wasn't wonderful but we drove too many wides we let the bar in we only scored four points in the second half that's not really good enough the village on the other hand will say alright lads we're not too bad that's the, one of the best teams in it we ran them we know we had chances and the village won the second half 5-4 and they clearly had two chances look the scoreboard the quality t- tells you and explains that it wasn't a wonderful second half but the commitment was there the energy was there out of both teams and I think look the village will take more out of it they had to from a performance point of view they were very good their final pass didn't work out but they'll go home quietly confident now while not, in, in, not liking to be in a relegation final but they performed reasonably well based on the fact that as I said had two three clear goal chances in the end and didn't take them so again, and the final decision just letting them down. The final decision them down. They still have Brazil to come back and Brown. They're two huge players to come back onto your team, a centre back, centre forward, vice versa, or midfielder. So again, look, I was impressed overall. The quality of the hurling, as I said, I thought it'd be a pitter patter kind of a game, a more um, both teams would lay down. They didn't. No one was hiding. As I said, everyone gave everything. But um, in the end, the few little changes, Timmy Clifford coming on, winning, getting that point. But the individual performances, it was great to see Keane Kenny uh, having a huge influence in the second half. Bill Sheen having a huge influence in the first half. And then outside of that, I suppose, Luke Scannon was very dangerous up front. He scored four or five points uh, for um, James Stevens. But again, as I go back to saying what I said, um, Village looked more settled than they did two, three weeks ago and I think they'll be happier. OK, and before I do let you go, Ron, I know it's a short time now because we're heading into knockout stages next time round and it'll fly by in weeks to come. Who, looking in from the outset, I can't remember who you said to Eddie at the start, but uh, are Shamrock still the team to beat in Kilkenny? Yeah, Shamrocks are still the be- team to beat in Kilkenny. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, in the, they're in the top at the top of the table, short at least seven or eight of their championship yeah. team. So that just speaks volumes of the talent in, in Ballyhale. Now, they run the risk there's a big match the weekend they run the risk the weekend of playing Tullerone they end up if they don't beat Tullerone and Clara win then they're in third or fourth third or fourth in that division could mean you could end up meeting O'Loughlin's now would you want to play O'Loughlin's in the first no, round of the championship no you no, wouldn't no. so that is still a danger so look the team, the team to beat are Shamrock certainly but the teams chasing them are the Borough Bennis Bridge of course they're, they're obviously the, the, the at no one formed Bennis Bridge are the most equipped at this stage but they've often done this so Bennis Bridge need to be careful don't need any injuries they've been very lucky I suppose when recent times with injuries they've been excellent but they don't have a huge panel like the Borough have or like O'Loughlin's or like the Village so the Bridge country team need to have the look on their side but if there's a team maybe to challenge uh, uh, the Shamrocks it's the Borough it's the, it's, uh, it's the Borough and Bennis Bridge and then it's you know that everyone else yeah. then all is on the day then after that. But the two most pe- the two best teams to equipped at this stage is obviously the Bennis Bridge and maybe Dixborough with the rest of the teams, you know, on a given day can beat anybody. Okay, well we look forward to all that. Best of luck on the Camogie tomorrow, Ron, and thanks for your expert analysis again today. We look forward to some of your live broadcasts in the coming weeks as well. It's going to be busy here on KCLR. We will be busy tomorrow as well. We will bring you that Tullerone Bally Hale Shamrocks match or Shamrocks Bally Hale uh, properly. Uh, referee will be on Hayes as tomorrow at three thirty live. 
from John Locke Park is live with feeds from the remaining matches that's happening across the county tomorrow that's uh, it from UPMC Nolan Park it's a win for Michael Walsh's Dixborough 2-12 to James Stevens, 14 points with a big thanks to Ormond Tax Advisors helping you meet the tax return deadline on October the 31st see ormondtax.ie I'm Brendan Hennessy on analysis with Adrian Ronan we'll back to Shane in the studio and I'll be back tonight on late night at 10 o'clock with loads of country and Irish for the listeners goodbye from Nolan Park thanks very much Brendan and Ronnie me and Robbie will be discussing that game that second half wasn't what we were expecting maybe a bit of a lull with neither team having much to play for but there's lots still to come here on Scoreline any post match as well we'll put it out as soon as we get it don't go anywhere KCLR Live Sport The St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Dixborough versus James Stevens. With thanks to Ormond's Tax Advisors Helping you meet the tax return deadline on October 31st See ormondstax.ie